Cousin Emily. Cousin Mark, welcome to your podcast, Space Trash. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. It's an honor. It is. Oh my gosh, it's been, I guess, two weeks. I think we're on a solid two-week schedule at this point. A fortnight, if you will. <laughs> is that, wait, is that what that really means? It is. A fortnight is two weeks. <gasps> and it's also that video game that all the children play where they shoot each other. <laughs> That's what the kids do these days? It is. Good heavens. Who would have predicted that a fortnight would Who? become... Such such a thing. Oh, who knows? How are you? How how's your two how has your Fortnite been? Oh <laughs> well, thank thou for asking. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I I it dawned on me right before we connected that it is the final day of November. Oh wow. And tomorrow will be December, the final night. Sorry, the final month of this year that has been super bizarre. Yes, as as bizarre as 2020 was, like 2021 was a solid sequel. <laughs> yes, I agree. I would have to agree with that, actually. <laughs> like, we had Delta... And she did her thing, and now, <laughs> now, uh, what's it? Omicron. I think it's o- Omicron. That sounds vaguely correct. It it sounds like a made up fictional character. It does. I that... think yeah, the scientists are just messing with us at this point. They're like, you guys, <laughs> you brought this on yourselves. So now we're just gonna name them after like I don't know villains in cartoon movies right sounds like an avengers character (laughs) it kind of does it kind of does and to that point like things still seem very surreal like masks i saw someone on twitter and they said masks are not going away so get cute ones amen to that (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh my goodness what if like literally they're not ever going away yeah, I mean, and hey, it we from the very beginning of this podcast, I said like, I'm gonna keep masking, yeah, as long as I can. Yes, I I agree with that because you don't also catch the other airborne diseases. Yeah, like people have been saying, like, oh, I haven't caught a cold like I normally would because of the masks. I know. I mean, sad but true. This is where we are. <laughs> yeah. How has your fortnight been? Oh. You, you got a lot going on. Pretty good. Oh, we did have Thanksgiving at we our did. at my parents' house, and I'm currently house sitting for them. Ah, I wondered because yes. yeah, well, they're taking a undisclosed little... location. Right, they're in. They're in Alaska, Hawaii. Um, Globe trotting during the pandemic, during the resurgence of the pandemic. Yeesh, yeesh. Um, <laughs> no, but they're in a car and they're they're outdoor, doing outdoor things. That's true. That's good. 
so i'm here guarding the home everything okay at the homestead looking good yeah nothing nothing has caught fire yet but (laughs) you know the week's still young (laughs) nothing untoward has happened and it's tuesday so that's good (laughs) (laughs) and no dog so you got the house but this time there's no dog because usually you're like house dog sitting right Usually there is a canine present, but now it's just me. I, it is a little creepy going to bed now. Mm-hmm. Like when you have a dog there, it's like, oh, the dog will protect me, even if it's like the Bichon Pomeranian that <laughs> they're nasty. <laughs> that doesn't know it has right. This Oscar, the sweetest little dog. <laughs> yes, but very, very alert. Yes, exactly. Yes. And so very loyal. I'm... Very loyal. Like he would do anything for you. Yeah. If if someone were to come on in, he'd <laughs> he'd let you know. <laughs> if it came to that. <laughs> but now I'm just I'm all alone. I have I have no one telling me what's going on downstairs. <laughs> well, and I mean, truth be told, the larger the house that you're alone in, I feel like the creepier it can feel. Like, when I had my apartment and I was alone, it was like, okay, like, I can maneuver around the four rooms that I own. Yeah. But when you have a whole house and it's, like, removed from other houses and you're not used to the noises and the creaks and whatnot. mm. Yeah. It's like, this is, this is every horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, no, it isn't. It's not. Think (laughs) a little, um, not flashback, I guess flashback to grandma, because she would always be like, think happy thoughts, think happy thoughts. (laughs) That's true. My mom does that too. Yeah, it's it's our whole, like, that's the way that we fight anxiety (laughs) in our family. Yeah. Just push them all aside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. So you got stuff going on. I'm curious, like, do you put this stuff on your resume that literally everyone who knows you trusts you with either their dog or their house? Like, you're <laughs> a very trustworthy person. You know, I should start doing that. Because that's legitimate. That's like, I feel like I haven't done job search in a long time time so I don't know what goes on with resumes at the moment but I feel like there's a lot of wordy speak about businessy things but at the end of the day you just want someone who knows what they're doing and you can trust right like I want to build a resume that's like I'll show up on time I'll I'll learn to do whatever you need me to do (laughs) just you know just give me money and I'll do yeah. that thing. Just that money and respect. A little bit of respect. Yeah, a little bit every now and then. I don't know how much you can ask of corporate America. Like, I'm not familiar with what's out there. Yeah, like in, term, in terms of money or respect or both. Yeah, like it seems like kind of a crapshoot free-for-all. It's true. Uh, one thing I've heard, I have not practiced this, but I heard... Um, you know how they always tell you not to discuss your wages? Mm-hmm. That you're supposed to discuss them because that's how corporate might be pulling 
pulling something on you. <laughs> like, yes. If someone doing the same job is making thousands more than you, you'd never know because we have this taboo in the office. Yes, which is which is kind of like you were saying, it was a culture designed by corporate to protect corporate. So yes, no. Exactly. So how about no? So that's why whatever job I get next, I'm gonna unionize everyone. Yes. I heard I don't know if you heard this, but I think I read Space Rush reporting the news as we think we might have heard it <laughs> disclaimer um i think i saw where i don't know if it's all amazons or just one particular one but they were told they have to re-vote on unionizing because amazon like messed around with the rules the first time oh oh that is intriguing uh-huh so that's kind of interesting i didn't do a lot of follow-up research <laughs> So I'm not sure how that went down or if it's gone down yet, but I thought that was interesting because if they could get that going, that's decent. Yeah. Then of all people, Amazon, of all mega corporations. Mm, it's the mega corporation. Yeah. If Amazon and, can lead the way. Oh my God. It's becoming more mega every minute. Especially these minutes because the holiday season is in full swing as far as I can tell. It it sure is, as far as I as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it is Christmas Day. <laughs> it might as well be. Which brings me to a question. Like, do you do you have like when you start if you ever start listening to holiday music like are you someone that has strong feelings about when the holiday should begin to be acknowledged <laughs> i don't have strong feelings about it anymore mm. um, i guess my standard is whenever they start to play it on all these 98.1 <gasps> oh, because man, that's, that's what that's what radio station my car is set to <laughs> Yes, that that checks out. Um, but yeah, I know people are like, it starts the day after Halloween. And then mm. people are like, no, it has to start December 1st. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know. We, do we need a little Christmas right this very minute? Oh my gosh, we really <laughs> do. I love, that's one of my favorite christmas songs to be honest i love that song oh yeah so I when do you when do you start carols i think it's in a muppets movie we need a little christmas right this very minute um well you know when i start whenever i feel like it oh and every year it's a little different like i feel like people should just be like when you need a little christmas in your individual little heart then you should just start then because there's so much horror in the world all the time and like everybody's got a rule for everything and it's like how about just whenever it makes you feel good yeah I, i'm down for that so when it makes me feel good is <laughs> <laughs> usually the day after thanksgiving and it's like i will 
slowly wade into it. Like I will do just instrumental folk music. And then, yeah. And then you get into your later on, like I think come December 1st tomorrow, you're not going to be able to avoid like the Mariah Carey's and. Oh yeah. That's happening. That's going down. Yeah. There is a, there's definitely a turning point where it's like, even if you're not feeling it, okay, come on. I know, it's it's like, Christmas. Well, and like, I feel like this whole year was so fast that like, if you start Christmas carols tomorrow, you only have 23 days left. That's nothing. Yeah. Because it, there's something very sad to me about Christmas songs after Christmas. Hmm. Like, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Post-Christmas Christmas. I feel like there are definitely, like, certain carols that you can get away with. Mm. Like, Winter Wonderland. Oh. It, there's no specificity. <laughs> that's true. I no, wanted, that's true. At one point, I wanted to make a non-denominational Christmas playlist. Oh holiday God. playlist. Can we do that in two weeks? Can we put that together? Of course. So, <gasps> all right. What would the rules? So, uh, my mind, the rules would be like, no mention of Christmas or Christ or right. Santa. Nope. Oh, okay. No Santa. Right. Uh-huh. But like, Frosty the Snowman. Okay. He was a jolly happy soul. Right. Um. Oh, no, wait. Did you say Christmas at the end? He Did says, I? I'll be back on Christmas Day. You just, well, you know how to edit things now. You can just cut that out. <laughs> and save that for next year. There you go. <laughs> Cousin Marcus learned editing skills. And the first person he edits after his pod squad is Frosty <laughs> the Snowman. Yeah, Frosty's going down. Yeah, well, he had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. I don't know. So, uh, oh, I have one. Hmm. Um, wait, is this? Now I have to run through it in my mind. And I love this one. It's Annie Lennox. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, is it Winter Wonderland? No. In the lane, snow is glistening. Beautiful sun, we're happy tonight. Walking into winter Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. So there's something, do you know that version, Annie Lennox? I, not off the top of my head. It might be like very early 90s. It's so good. It's sort of like electronic 80s, 90s music. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You feel like you're walking through a nighttime glistening forest i like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's good it's good oh. i'll send it to you then you can rank it <laughs> you know now i need to now i'm like okay well now i'm ready for christmas carols now we're on a mission to create this playlist which i think is there would be a lot of people who are looking for that where it's like celebrating whatever you celebrate but the winter because I'm, I love um, studying and understanding like the pagan rituals and the Wiccan rituals, and they're so tied to the seasons. 
Oh, yeah. Right? Like, as opposed to a religion or a particular, I don't know, mm-hmm. God or. Right. Just, you know, you always want to bring witchcraft into the holidays. <gasps> I do. I definitely I... I'm not against it. I do have a Christmas playlist that I'm looking at now. Oh. And so I have the song Holiday Road on it. Oh my god. (laughs) Because it's the holiday. (laughs) I that's the other thing. When you start watching Christmas movies and what is the top five to ten list? Oh. I'm not a big Christmas movie person. Okay. Um, okay, good to know about you. I don't remember if we ran through this last I don't know if we did either. <gasps> Wait, last year around this time, we basically just got out of like election, right? Yeah. Right? I think so. Because it was last year, right? Yeah. The election was mid November. So if now it's two weeks after that, we were like all in election time frame. Right. It was it was the transition period between the oh the election and oh Christmas. <laughs> like I I <laughs> I don't remember that. I think I have like a whole kind of traumatic mental block, which is why it's so lovely that we have space trash to go listen to because I don't remember what my frame of mind was at the end of November last year. Well, Lord knows what frame of mind I was in. Lord knows what I'm in now. (laughs) Who does know? If it isn't the Lord that we won't be honoring in our playlist. Oh, I was I was talking about Lord the singer. Lordy, Lord uh, with an E. Okay, I got you. <laughs> um, speaking of creatives, I want to ask you a question about the amazing. Okay, you sent me something on Instagram. I did. Written by. A woman who goes by the handle inspired to write. So, of course, I love her and followed her immediately. Love that. So, thank you. And I was so curious why that, like, struck a chord with you. And can I read the first one? Yes, because I forget it completely. (laughs) Okay, let me orient you. Let me orient you. So, you sent me this post. And the first, it's eight, I want to say eight slides and the first one says, you are still a creative even when you've spent a long time away from your art. Yeah. So thinking like, are you thinking about something? I mean, I have not, I would say I haven't written anything, written for the screen mm-hmm. in <laughs> quite a while. And when I think about getting into it, ever again i'm like do i even remember how to do it is it going to be any good Mm. what how yeah how do i do this it's like completely overwhelming you're right so that kind of 
when I'm having all these thoughts. And I saw that on um, my friend Enrique's Instagram story. Oh, thank you, cousin Enrique. Thank you. So I was like, oh, this this is just comforting. It really was. And one of them, so that stuck out to me was you're still creative even if you're not sharing it on social media oh yeah and i was like oh damn that's so good i think also because there's so much like because there's so many platforms you can share your things on you (laughs) feel like you should be sharing things on those platforms even if you're not I don't know. Yeah, like, there's almost the pressure where it's like, oh, I created a thing, now everyone has to see it. Yes, and I've actually heard or read, like, this is sort of a conflict in an artist's mind, like, is it art if no one is seeing it? Like, is there something that has to be interactive where you actually eventually have to share it before it can be quote-unquote considered art oh that's like a whole debate (laughs) that is interesting i mean my initial thought is of course not like if i paint a picture and hang it in my apartment and i don't i just keep it in my room for no one to see it it's still it's still art to me (laughs) Right. And you're an audience of it. So that raises a good question. So maybe the question would be if you painted a picture and then you put it in a closet, Mm -hmm. is it still art if it's in there by itself? But I think yes. I think once the thing is created, it is inherently art wherever it is. Right. Like art requires an artist. And Mm. almost as you said, like, is the artist also the audience of the art? Like, yeah, yeah. If you write a poem, you you kind of have to be your audience and your own biggest fan in a way, in order for you to keep going. You kind of really do. That's an that's a very interesting question too. Like. Do you have to be your biggest fan? Yeah. I don't know. I guess you do. I think... Hmm. I don't should know. You, I feel should like you always, like, love what you're writing or what you're creating? Ooh. Love is such a loaded word. Right. Oof. Ooh. Do you have to... I would say ultimately have to do is respect it. Ooh, Ooh, I like that. Because I, you know, I try to write really often, if not every, almost every day, and try to produce something that can be shared. And sometimes I just really am. I'm like, oh, that could have been better or it should have been this or it should have been that or it didn't do well, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And I think if I if I 
I think I would shut down and stop sharing things if I always had to be in love with what I had produced. I think I just have to respect that I put the time in and shared the thing and did the thing. And I know I'll do it again tomorrow. So it's like you respect the process and the doing of the thing. And mm-hmm. then you're okay if you love it or hate it. Ooh, I like that. That's that's deep. That's deep. I'm kind of, it's so weird. These poets, the poets are so deep. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or we think we are. We don't have any idea. No, I. If you think it, I feel like, in writing, have you ever done this? Just said something you thought was inconsequential, or like, you didn't think that much about it, mm-hmm. and then someone will have told you, "Oh my God, this line meant so much to me. This summed up things perfectly." And you're just like, that's the way I think. I don't know. Yes. Oh, my God. 100,000% yes. And it's like, if you had to reproduce that and be like, what was the formula? How did I get to that thing that touched that person's heart? You couldn't reproduce it because it's like, I don't know how that happened. Yeah. I love that. I love that part. I love that part about having an audience. Yeah. It's a it's a total mind mind warp, we'll call it. It is. It is. And I thought you were gonna take that in a different way and say you wrote something that you didn't you just kind of wrote the thing and didn't think about it, and then somebody comes back and they're like, Hey, this is wrong or you know, you shouldn't say that or whatever. Ooh. I feel like I've had the opposite where I'm like, this is what everything, this is the thing that everything else relies on. And so I was like, nah, not that good. You could cut that line. Oh my gosh. That's that, um, what's that phrase that they always say? I don't know who said it. Kill your darlings or something. Oh, Never hear that. It's so nasty. It is. It's so nasty. It's like this idea that you have to be willing to like cut out everything that doesn't belong, even if it's really like a phrase or if you're writing a book or chapter and it's like, but it doesn't advance the plot. So you really need to cut that whole thing. But you're like, oh, but it's so good. And I was so in love with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's. It's tough. You want to love all your babies. You really do. And I remember with Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote I Love, and she was like, your book and your art is not your babies. Like, stop calling it that. It's not your baby. Like, it's a thing Mm -hmm. that you created, and then you put it out there, and it's no longer your responsibility. You don't have to raise it. You don't have to take care of it anymore. Like, you did your thing, and now you're moving on. Wow. Yeah. Dang, we've been getting into a lot of art stuff lately. Oh my gosh, I love the art stuff. I love the writing stuff. I do but too. I'm sorry, were there cultural topics? We the only one I had was these beautiful people in Yorkshire who got snowed into the bar for the whole weekend. I did not hear about this at all. <laughs> okay. Like 
60 some people went to this bar in Yorkshire, England. Mm-hmm. In order Friday night, they went, they bought tickets. Did you ever hear of the band Oasis? Yes, they do oh, Wonderwall. Yes, okay. really, their song. Like, I don't know yeah. any other songs, but I know that when I was <laughs> in high school, that song was always on. So, there was a tribute. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not that funny, but it is to me. There was a tribute band playing at this bar called No Oasis. Beautiful. <laughs> and No Oasis was playing at this bar in Yorkshire, and people bought tickets and they arrived. And as to this lovely band playing they were drinking meanwhile it's snowing like eight feet outside of this bar oh no <laughs> so, and it was like in this remote place like you had to drive up this cliff like where apparently it does in fact snow a lot so maybe oh, they should know better but they went to open the bar door at like 2 a.m and they couldn't get out <laughs> oh no so they were snowed into this bar for I think the snow plow finally reached them Monday morning. So they were stranded in this bar with, with no oasis for the whole. Um, like, what's the band thinking at this point? <laughs> so somebody. In response to the breaking news or whatever this story was, someone tweeted and they were like, so anyway, here's Wonderwall again. <laughs> Patrons are like, don't you dare play that damn song again. <laughs> you know, I bet they sold a lot of merch that weekend. <laughs> it just struck me as absolutely hilarious. I think because, number one, everyone lived. Like, it really went. <laughs> it could have been catastrophic, right? They said, like, the winds were, like, 98 miles an hour. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It was like obviously a bar restaurant, so they had food and they did have heat, and they all ended up staying, like sleeping uh, on the bar floor. I guess. I mean, just craziness. But they oh. had a lot of food and a lot of booze. Oh, good. And music I mean, and karaoke. Yeah, sounds like a. Honestly, like if I had to do that for a weekend, I would not be. <laughs> Maybe the whole sleeping on the floor part, but like other than that. I was thinking that too. <laughs> now, Rita, I'm going to bring a toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Good call. But it was funny because I was reading one of the articles and it was saying that the previous owner of the bar, like, <laughs> she got snowed in like 50 times or something. So, oh man. I think it might have been something people shouldn't have been as surprised as they were about. Did that? It make me laugh. It was a good, a good cute story because there's some picture of like all the people who got snowed in, and they put it on Facebook, and they're like, "We're just a big family now, and we're gonna come back every year." Oh, I love that. It's kind of cute. I'll probably like go back on the anniversary, get snowed in again. <laughs> Yeah, but they'll all have like air mattresses and they'll Cocoa. be ready. They'll be ready. They should yeah. probably have more. They should build like a hotel inside. 
Yeah, make it make it an inn. Yeah, make it a legit inn. It was an inn. They had like six rooms, but they had seventy people. So, ah, and all the like mm-hmm. they didn't know it was gonna be a weekend shift, like a whole weekend entire. Oh wow. Mm. Mm. Oof. That was my that was my um cultural news news story. Love that. Wish wish I had one. That actually reminded me. Um, this was a couple years ago. I bought a ticket to a Macklemore concert <gasps> because there was a snowstorm called for that day. No. And so I didn't know if I was actually going to go or not, but they <laughs> were selling these tickets for like 15 bucks. No way. Where at? What venue? I I forgot the venue, but anyway, <laughs> I think it was, it might have been TLA, okay. but they canceled the show or like they rescheduled it. So I still got the ticket <laughs> just for $15 <laughs> to a, to a Macklemore show that I didn't end up going to. I had something that night, so I gave it to my roommate, Foodie. And did he go? He did go. He got in all right. So. And he never got snowed in. Yep. I don't know. So, so pro tip for all of our listeners: um, if you're if you're looking for cheap concert tickets, just try get it before a snowstorm and bank on it getting rescheduled. <laughs> Snowstorms. I've heard that this winter is going to be a very snowy one. Is it? Uh... So, if you're making your Christmas lists, put some outdoor gear on there. Yeah. How How do you feel about snow? I love it, to be honest. I really, really do. Like, in fact, today there was supposed to be flurry. We're not, as far as I saw. I did see some flurries. <gasps> no, really? A few. Um, Congratulations. <clears throat> thank you, I suppose. I am not a fan of the snow, uh, but mostly because of driving. Yes. Well, my theory is now everybody knows how to work from home. So where are you driving? Yeah. So hopefully I can get a work from home job. Are you are you gunning for that? Is that like part of your demands? I I'm not going for it specifically, but oh. it would be very nice. And even if there's like the option to work from home a couple days, yeah, a week, like that would be fine. That way, if it snows and I can't get in, right, just pop on because online. Commuting in treacherous weather should not go on. That should not be a thing that people have to do. Yeah. Like other than that, I'm I'm fine with snow. She's she's okay. She can stay. <laughs> I mean, it is magical, I feel like. It is beautiful. I mean, it... I know what you mean. It depends. It depends also where you are in the world. Like for instance. I have friends who are in Poland, Czech, Czechoslovakia. Like they're like it's already snowed 
and we're already over it. So it depends wow. where you are. Do you know what I mean? I agree with that. Like yeah. we're we're pretty lucky because I feel like we get most of the beauty and also because we live kind of not in in the city like plow is a thing like this the roads are being cleared yeah it's very safe it is so love that about it it it's beautiful i can't deny that like when you have a nice dusting over everything oh i know or when you go outside and like the street lights are on and it's snowing (gasps) and it's just magical it's magical, which I mean, I'll tell you, my the houses in my neighborhood near us, there's a lot of holiday lights already. Like, I don't know when people did this. It oh, really? On Thanksgiving, there was also Christmas decor, and it's not just like outlined of the windows, it's like Santa's in the chimney, and there's like wires, and there's reindeer fly ice skating charlie browns and snow glow like it's an extravaganza wow people go all out are you is your house a how far do you go out for christmas how far i would put us um okay on a scale of like Starting with my grandmother, Taylor, who literally had three decorations at Christmas. Mm-hmm. She had a manger. She had a ceramic Christmas tree. And she had a dancing Santa. And, like, that went out and that was Christmas. And then the other end being the Griswolds. Right. Just the full. Just, like, the full effect. Like, run the electricity meter off the charts decorate every single thing i would put myself around like a four like if griswold is 10 mm-hmm. i'm like a four like we're middle to low because yeah. i i'm more of like a minimalist like the the essence of christmas the idea of christmas yeah just you just say christmas over everything we do yeah. <laughs> like, Oh my God, that reminds me, and we didn't, I didn't see that this year, but I think it was a couple years hipster Thanksgiving. Oh, wait, what was this? Remember that when they're like, all these little hipsters have like friends Thanksgiving and they get together and the one, the one gal, like they have a turkey (laughs) and she's like, wildflower, like she whispers it over the food. I remember this now. I hope you like wildflower because that was a lot. <laughs> and then she whispers and says, Wildflower. I don't know. It was really hilarious. It was really hilarious. There's a guy like mixing drinks in the kitchen, and one of his little bro friends comes in and he's like, uh, Hey, can I make you a stagecoach? And his friend's like, What's a stagecoach? And he goes, I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> like it's just the goofiest that but it sounds accurate too mm-hmm. to I what think... my friends and I would do <laughs> yeah they if all they... play like a mandolin or like have like I don't know the one gal's like 
oh, I just posted on my Facebook page. And the other gal is like, I got rid of Facebook years ago. <laughs> and her friend's like, yeah, I'm deleting mine right now. <laughs> so I was like back, like the beginning of the hipster. Oh, yeah. Back when I feel like I haven't heard the term hipster as much anymore. Maybe yeah. it's just because I am one. I was wondering if you're in. <laughs> this is a very, this is a very meta conversation. If you are a hipster, are you aware <laughs> of the culture or are you just living it? Right. Like are other people still, are non-hipsters still using hipster and I'm just out of it? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't said it in a while. I just had that flashback of hipster Thanksgiving, and that's the last I heard of it. How do you feel about Friendsgiving? Like, oh, uh, as a concept. As a concept, I think it's adorable, or yeah. or whatever. Do you do? Maybe <laughs> Do you do Friendsgiving? Is that I don't do. Maybe, but now that I have, now that I'm likely going to have my own place by next Thanksgiving time, mm -hmm. should that, should I claim that holiday? Oh, should you? Like, like it's not a Halloween party, because that's a separate occasion. Entirely. Right. But like, Friendsgiving, there is like the concept of preparing food for people which mm -hmm. can take a lot yes i you know what let's check in next year see let's, if i went through with it let's <laughs> let's revisit this i think you could totally do it i just don't like for instance is friends giving like just friends or also some family that are also friends like i'm just basically i'm invited as well Allie, of course you're invited <laughs> yeah i was a little like i didn't know i feel like the the lovely idea of it is that you invite the people that you are close to and love to hang out with and everybody brings something and it's a little bit focused on like and gratitude like it's a little bit of a feel from like any other kind of party you would have with your friends yeah i feel like it's a thanksgiving for the people you probably won't spend actual thanksgiving with right yes so so it's cute but you're still we can see each other twice in that in the month of november <laughs> You, you can come to both Friendsgiving and Thanksgiving. No, two times, but no more. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're going to. We're not having a cousin's giving. Oh my God, that's actually really cute. <laughs> cousin's giving. That's that oh. kind of is adorable. <laughs> I do uh, like that now that I said it. Yeah, cousin's giving. Um,. I think the concept is always lovely if people want to gather to be kind to one another and have fun together. That's always a good thing. Oh. And a lot of food. Yes. Amen. I'm still, full. I'm still full from Thanksgiving food. Oh, yeah. Same. Oh, 
which we should mention before we sign off your apple pie was amazing oh thank award you it winning. was <laughs> what what award did it win well i give it an award i give it my favorite apple pie ever award oh that's a prestigious award oh yeah it is i've never given it to any other apple pie oh well next year i have to upstage myself and so it begins well <laughs> now that <laughs> the pressure on that ominous note <laughs> <laughs> on that ominous note Join us in two weeks, which will be the final episode before, well, we celebrate Christmas, but the holiday episode. I can only imagine what amazing things we'll get up to. (laughs) Within this fortnight. (laughs) Within the fortnight. Get talk about holiday things. Ooh. Stay tuned, people. Stay tuned. Only the most important holiday things. Yes. All right, everyone. So remember, uh, wash your hands, wear a mask, get vaccinated for Omicron, and we love you.